0: So what does Lama mean again in Hebrew? Lama! It means why? Lama! Why? La means like two or four and Ma means what? So it literally means for what? And that's a great Hebrew word to know. If you ask the word Lama, it'll get you pretty far in Israel. So we've been talking about why we do things as we do them as a messianic community of disciples of Yeshua. And today I wanted to talk about why we do the Shema. You all noticed how we have that point where we sing that liturgy in Hebrew and then we say it in English from Mark chapter 12 and from originally Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4. And in the English, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God. You know the rest. And in the book of Mark, when one of the scribes asked Yeshua what the greatest commandment was, he says, this passage from Deuteronomy chapter six. He said it's the greatest commandment in the whole Torah, in the five books of Moses. And isn't that interesting? Um, often, if you ask someone what's the greatest commandment according to Jesus, most people will say the last half of that passage: "Love the Lord your God." Right? And that's true. That that is it. That's how it says it in Mark, or sorry, in Matthew and in Luke. But in the book of Mark, it has the full version. So I, we like to sing the whole version as a congregation. The cool thing about this passage is. This passage from Deuteronomy chapter 6 that talks about hearing, listening, how he's one, and, and, and responding with this love, this wholehearted love, this is like the most central scripture passage in the Jewish world also. In the synagogue liturgy, for instance, on a Saturday, any synagogue around the world, a Jewish congregation will sing this passage, and it's like the height of the prayers. It's the most important thing. You could, you could say that it's like the, uh, the biblical profession of faith. You could call it the Biblical Pledge of Allegiance to the King of the Universe. That's what saying the Shema means to uh, a Hebrew thinking individual. And that's what, it, that's what it means to us as a congregation also. Um, the, kind of the traditional Jewish term for saying the Shema is taking the yoke of the Kingdom upon yourself. And that's basically what we would say: saying the Pledge of Allegiance, right? So when you say the Shema, when you say, "Listen, all Israel, He is our God. He is one." It's like you're saying the, you're swearing your allegiance to Him. You're acknowledging that He is our only God, and He is our, our the God of all of us as a people. And uh, there, I mean, there are so many depths to the Shema. There's so many multiple layers of meaning. You could talk about how. About the hearing part and, and how important that is for us as believers, how it's central to the greatest commandment about how we need to hear his voice before we can respond with love. You could talk about how he's one and how that's a picture of the Father and the Son and the unity there and that unity that he also calls us into as a people. You could talk about loving him first with the heart and the importance of the heart in true religion. There, I use the word religion. So, I mean, you know, we could talk about all these things, but suffice to say that for thousands of years, this passage has been very near and dear to the hearts of jewish people it was very near and dear to the heart of our messiah and the early believers and therefore it is to us too and that's why we like to open our services with it um, the hebrew word shema means what? here, that's correct that's kind of classic if you have a prayer or a scripture passage in the jewish world you don't use chapter and verse usually because originally they didn't have that you'll often just quote the first word or the first couple keywords of the passage and then that's what you're talking about. So we would call the scripture passage the Shema, and we'd often also call the prayer "Our Father, Heart in Heaven." We would call that Avinu, or the Avinu, the Our Father. <laughs> so it kind of goes on like that. Any any comments or questions about the Shema? Just uh, something I noticed is that Samuel's name was called Hmm) even before told next time you was yeah that is amazing did everybody catch that Samuel's name is Shmuel and you can hear that Shema in Shmuel so, and he he was known as a prophet who heard God too wasn't he hmm. there's another Hebrew name, Shmaya maybe you remember that one Shmaya that means the same thing listen to Yah Kingdom forever. What was that added? Yeah, maybe some of you noticed that. There's that line, Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto Leolamba Ed, and that's blessed be the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever. That came around in the Second Temple Era, so it's at least two thousand years old. Um, there's some literature from around Yeshua's time and it talks about saying that part of the line. So we know that it was around in Yeshua's time and it's highly probable he said that too. And my understanding is, you know, when you say the Shema, Hero Israel, and then you say the Baruch Shem Kavod, blessed is the glorious name, that's kind of a way of saying Amen. It's kind of like an expanded version of saying I wholeheartedly agree with this. Blessed be his name. And um, Yeah, there's one other thing. Oh yes, there's actually there's a historical reference that when the priests in the temple would bless the people who had assembled, they would like they would put their hands in the traditional way and they would say the blessing and they would actually use God's name. And the people would all fall down the, their, on their faces at the sound of God's name, and they would say that, Blessed is the name of his glorious kingdom forever and ever. So when we use that line, we're kind of using ancient echoes of temple worship. <laughs> Which law means more than just here, doesn't it? He? It means obey as well. Some places it's translated obey instead of here. Mm-hmm. So it's really tied into our knowledge of God, our understanding of his character. Mm that's true actually even in this week's parser we're going to read about that how abraham listened to god's voice in the new american translate the new american standard just translates that as he obeyed god yeah that's true it's not like there are multiple versions of god we we as god's people worldwide serve one god huh? He is the god of israel too yeah. hebrews funny for that they don't really often there's no such thing as sentences with like periods at the end i mean you look at the genesis creation narrative And you have a whole, sometimes half a page that's one long run on sentence. Da 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 and da 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 and da da da. So I don't know. I guess it depends how we read it.